Welcome to this exploration of an exciting and potentially revolutionary new propulsion concept that may help accelerate our journey to the stars. Please join us as we discuss scientific concepts in this forum we call Jets in Space. Welcome back to Jets in Space. This is episode 11, IAP Variants. Thanks for coming back and checking out podcast again. We're very excited about progressing in regards to the development of our concept here of internal atmospheric propulsion and some of the the variants that have come under consideration recently. Uh, we're just going to review those really briefly as we feel that there might be some variations of the concept that might be more practical long term. So just to review the basic concept of, of IAP again, internal atmospheric propulsion. So we're trying to make electricity the, the main fuel source for our propulsion system in space. And by doing that, we are creating high levels of pressure um, within a compression chamber and then releasing that pressure in a controlled environment. And instead of letting the, the atmosphere, the gas being extruded into the vacuum of space never to be recovered again, we're trying to recapture that atmosphere uh, within a sealed container and thereby allowing that gas or atmosphere to be reused again in another compression cycle, hopefully ad infinitum, or as long as you have electricity, you can continue to use the gas for compression and thrust production. So with that basic overview, um, another variant that we feel might be more practical is what we call the pulsatile variant. So on our original patent application, we have the, the turbofan engine enclosed within a sealed cylindric container. And the theory being that we could turn the turbofan with electrical power and producing thrust within that sealed container. Now, this variant, the pulsatile variant, might be more practical in regards that we can theoretically produce higher levels of pressure within the compression chamber by using both mechanical press and temperature uh, modifications. So just reviewing the universal gas equation, generating pressure is dependent upon volume as well as temperature. And if we decrease the volume of the gas, we increase the pressure. And if we increase the temperature of the gas, we increase the pressure. So um, in the pulsatile variant, we have the compression chamber and we also have a mechanical press that's compressing the gas into a smaller volume, thereby increasing the pressure. And at the same time, we have a heating element, which of course can be electric, and we're using that heating element to increase the temperature of the gas. So thereby increasing the pressure um, on two different levels, so to speak. The The other part of the, the pulsatile variant is to, after the, the gas has been compressed and heated, there is a, um, a gas collection tube that is allowing the gas to uh, be collected in, in another container. And I'll have some, um, some diagrams that might be pertinent to this um, on our website, as well as um, on the podcast notes. And the pulsatile variant can, can have different scenarios in regards to how the compression chamber is oriented. One 
theoretical concept is like an hourglass conformation, meaning that as an hourglass uh, has one area that's full of sand and then a, like a, a smaller aperture that allows the sand to fall into another similar sized chamber, the, the pulsatile variant could have that hourglass type of shape where one compression chamber is building up temperature and pressure within that chamber. And then as the gas is extruded, it is actually being collected in like a mirror image chamber. And at that point, the the device can be rotated 180 degrees and the the process can be continued again and again as long as we have electricity to to run the mechanical press and to heat the the gas to high pressure all right so that's the an hourglass confirmation another confirmation might be a revolver type of confirmation so if you have let's say four chambers and you could rotate them up about a central axis this could be um, one way of collecting the gas again in a in a somewhat different fashion. So um, let's envision four compression chambers um, about a central axis, and then um, and then you rotate one of the the compression cylinders into the the thrust generation corridor as the thrust is being produced by the escape of the hot gas. The gas is being collected with a gas transfer tube and that into a similar thrust generating container. Let's say it's, uh, if you look at a, if you want to use a clock type of uh, analogy. So the, the thrust generating um, canister or cylinder is at the 12 o'clock position and maybe there's another identical gas canister or gas cylinder at the 6 o'clock position. And then the other the other two cylinders would be at the three o'clock and the nine o'clock positions with our clock analogy. And then there would be certain phases. So the the twelve o'clock position would be the the thrust generation corridor. The three o'clock position would be the cooling stage. You know, because after the the thrust has been produced, we need to cool the container down um, to a normal temperature. And then the the six o'clock is the gas collection position. And then we could say that the nine o'clock is we can start. It's like the preparation step. It's like it's on deck to be in the the thrust generation quarter next. So if you're rotating clockwise, those four cylinders, then each cylinder is in uh, one of those positions and a certain step in the process is being accomplished um, in that position, so to speak. And then another variant that is, is not in the pulsatile has to do more with just the confirmation of the, the gas flow. This confirmation I describe as an infinity loop. So if you look at uh, you know, the, the symbol for infinity, which is the number eight kind of tipped on its side, so to speak, the infinity loop confirmation would use two turbofan engines and... The, the turbofan engines would um, be connected in a series of channels that look like a figure eight, pretty much. And the, the theory being that here, the gas that's being extruded from one of the turbofan engines is going in an S-like curve to the front of the other turbofan engine and vice versa with the other turbofan. So so the, the gas being extruded from um, let's say the right-handed turbofan engine 
is going to the left and to the front of the other turbofan engine in an S-like curve, and then vice versa, the left turbofan engine, it, its gas is going in a right-hand direction in an S-like curve to the top of the, the right-handed turbofan engine. And I will have diagrams for this as well. But I'm hoping that this is uh, will spark some interest in discussion in regards to these concepts. But the basic concept is still being held that the gas that is being compressed is not being extruded into the vacuum of space, but is being held within the airtight container. Thereby, it is available again for use for other compression and thrust production cycles. Well, uh, that's it for episode 11. I hope that everyone enjoyed this brief description of some IAP variants and hopefully um, with the diagrams and the description verbally that I gave today that other people might have some comments and questions about how this might be practical or efficient or or maybe you have some um, comments how this may not be a good idea, but I'm happy to, to have those discussions as we are very happy to entertain criticism, both positive and negative. All right. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you on episode 12 of Jets in Space. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Jets in Space. There are numerous ways that you can help us out. Number one, you can subscribe to this podcast. Number two, you can check out our website, bellinaerospace.com. Number three, you can make a prototype IAP model at home. Number four, you can support us financially on Patreon at patreon backslash Jets in Space. Number five, tell your friends about us and send them to this podcast and our website. Number six, if you have friends and or family who work in the aerospace industry, talk to them about this concept and ask them to check out our materials as well. Number seven, help us find companies who make airtight containers, turbine engines, electric motors, and any manufacturers who may be able to help us move IAP forward. Number eight, I would love to interview aerospace engineers, aerospace enthusiasts, officials at NASA, SpaceX, anyone who can help us move our project forward. Number nine, if you know any investors, venture capitalists, sharks from the shark tank, please send them our way. We will be happy to let them invest in this project. And finally, number 10, as a Catholic Christian, I would also personally greatly appreciate your prayers for this endeavor. Until the next episode, let's dream of the stars. 